Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Mindset to Mastery, the podcast. I am your host, Keisha A. Rivers of The Cars Group, where we facilitate outcome. If you want results, then we can help. Our podcast, Mindset to Mastery, provides you with tips, strategies, insights, and actionable items to enable you to change your mindset and master your success. For additional information on how we can assist you, visit our website at mindsettomastery.com. That's mindset, the number two, mastery.com, or our main website at carsgroup.com. That's K-A-R-S group.com. Without further ado, we're going to get into today's topic, and I wanted to pose a question to you. What do you want? Now, this isn't a question that is only applicable to personal or professional because with this particular setting, I work with teams, I advise individuals because teams are made up of individuals and I help you to see and to shift your mindset between what it is that you want and how that impacts what the organization or the overall big picture goal is. So with this question, what do you want? I think that's the number one question to ask, both personally and professionally, when you're undertaking a new goal, when you're trying to figure out what it looks like in terms of what your success is going to be, what your results are going to be, and what your outcomes are going to be that you're trying to achieve. Personally, this impacts the goals that you set. This impacts your success and how you measure it. This impacts your growth and the direction that you take when you're trying to decide your path. And it impacts your ultimate fulfillment of feeling accomplished and understanding and knowing what it looks like when you get to your destination. Professionally, same thing. It impacts your goals and which goals you you set. It impacts the success that you have and what that looks like. It impacts the growth of your organization and your team. And it impacts the legacy that you leave in terms of how all of this connects to the big picture of how the organization moves forward. So what do you want? When you're thinking about working with a team of people and you're trying to get to a certain result, what do you want that result to look like? When you're trying to decide where you want to go personally or professionally, or if you want to, to move in a different direction in careers, what do you want? What does that look like? Does it involve you having a lot of money? Does it involve you overseeing a team of people? Does it involve you spending more time traveling? Does it involve your company being acquired by another company? Does it involve you having a global impact? Does it involve you scaling back instead of scaling up? What do you want? And let me tell you this. If you're not thinking of your outcomes and your goals in terms of what you want, then you're missing a big part of the planning. You're missing how you can actually visualize and and create a picture in your head of what this all looks like so that you can align your actions the right way. You can set up the right strategy and the right approach. You can get the right resources and the right team in place. And more importantly, you can devise the right processes, processes and the right systems in in order to make sure that what you're doing is going to work. Nobody takes actions for the sake of taking actions. You have to have a goal in mind. So what do you want? 
What do you want when it comes to your personal aspirations? What do you want when it comes to your professional goals? What do you want in terms of the way that your team and your organization operates? What do you want when it comes to your profitability? What do you want as far as your results? And the reason why I say that we need to ask this question, what do you want, as being the underlying question that you ask everything, ask for everything, is because ultimately it comes down to three things. Asking what do you want helps to create vision. It helps to enhance and share and impact communication. And it enables you to create collaborative and cooperative environments. All three of these things are necessary if you're going to achieve your goals, if you're going to get any type of result. But you have to ask, what do you want? Now, that's your go-to question when it comes to anything that you're planning, when it comes to any aspect of, of, of conflict resolution, when it comes to trying to do shared planning, when it comes to shared decision-making, all of it. If you are at a loss as to how to get your teams to work together better, if you're at a loss about how to decide what it is that you want to do in terms of how to move yourself forward personally and professionally, always come back to the question, what do you want? I have a couple of mentors and I have some accountability partners that I work with in terms of keeping myself on track, making sure that I'm motivated, making sure that I'm, on, that I'm moving in the right direction, making sure that I have the right strategies and action steps all laid out. And ultimately, I always get this question from them when I'm trying to make a decision about the direction, when I'm trying to determine the right strategy or the course of action, they always ask me, Keisha, what do you want? Do you want to work more hours? Do you want to have a bigger impact? Do you want to have more clients? Do you want to spend more time on the beach than you spend in an office? What do you want? Then when it comes to working with my clients, it's the same thing. What do you want for them? But more importantly, what do they want for themselves? And I'll go back and we'll, 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 we'll take a look at each one of these components one by one, because when you start with this question, what do you want? You now have to take an honest look at your answer. You have to identify all of the things that come to mind. And I want you to do this exercise. I want you to ask yourself the question, what do you want? Write down everything that comes to mind first. It's a brain dump. You just put the things that, that first come out. Then, after you write all of those things down, I want you to ask yourself the question again. What do you want? Because the first reactions that we give are just that, reactions. They're the things that come top of mind. They're the, the surface things. They're the easy things that we all immediately respond with. But then, after you do that brain dump and you get all the reactions out of the way, now you come to the response. You come to the measured thinking and processing and considerations of all the different nuances and all the different things that you have to deal with in terms of determining exactly what you want. And then what does that look like? So the first component of what do you want that's impacted is creating that shared vision of what we want and what that looks like. You'll hear me talk over and over again about having a vision of success having a picture in your mind of the outcome and the results that you want to see 
in action so that you can dev develop a, an action plan and a strategy in order to get there. But when you talk about what do you want with your teams and talk about other people that are going to be going on this journey with you, you have to create that shared vision. Because if you are working with a client and I went into um, an organization where you had ownership and the, the investors that had a particular idea and vision of what they wanted, and you had the general manager and the staff that had completely different visions of what they wanted and what they saw. So we had to come to a common ground. We had to start by sharing what we wanted and what that all looked like. And understanding what you want impacts your approach in terms of what you do first, second, third, um, your strategy, what, what type of um, mindset you're going to have, what type of atmosphere you're going to create. It impacts the specific actions that you take and how you take those actions. Because if we're all on the same page and we all have the same vision and we all understand what it looks like, then we're going to have the same amount of motivation and drive in order to get there. Because if you don't have shared vision and you don't have a shared idea of what we're trying to accomplish, then people aren't going to be as motivated. They're not going to be as, as invested. So it impacts your approach. It impact, impacts the actions and it impacts accountability. When everyone's on the same page and they all want the same results and they want the same actions, the same outcomes, then what you're going to do is you're going to have people who are more accountable to each other and to themselves. Because now it's not just about me or I don't like what you're trying to accomplish and I'm just going through the motions because I need this job or because I'm supposed to be on your quote unquote team. Instead, it now becomes something that we all have buy-in with and we all committed to and we're all accountable to each other to make sure that it's going to happen. So shared vision of what we want and what that looks like. It impacts your approach, it impacts your actions, and it impacts accountability. Second, what do you want? You have to ask that because you need shared and in a lot of cases enhanced communication. If you're not communicating effectively and efficiently, then you're not going to be on the same page. You're not going to be able to talk about the approaches. You're not going to have the right types of action. You're not going to have accountability. But more importantly, you're not going to be speaking the same language. I have friends of mine that are awesome at finances. And they start rattling off terms and things that I'm just like, whoa, 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 back up. I need a, I need a dictionary. I don't know what that means. Or when I start talking about strategy and I start talking about learning and development and, and, and outcomes and results, and I do what people call teacher speak when I'm talking about those things, they have to say, whoa, 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 I don't understand what you're talking about. So having this shared vision also means that you have to work at having shared and enhanced communication where you're speaking the same language. Because if I ask, what do you want, and you describe an outcome and a result that has worldwide, you know, offices and it has, you know, different divisions and it has, you know, 10,000 employees. And when you ask me what I want and I describe something that's more intimate and more boutique, then we're not speaking the same language when it comes to outcomes. 
So you need to make sure that when you ask people what you want, you also are asking them to define key terms. You're asking them to describe what it looks like because in the description, you will get the definition. It also helps you to lay the foundation and of common ground because you can't work with people on a shared vision if you don't have commonalities, if you don't understand how you're connected. Third, it builds rapport and relationship. And I understand that some of you may have rolled your eyes and said, well, this is business, not personal. I don't need to have a relationship with the people that I'm working with. Well, I'm going to tell you you're wrong. Because whether you have a relationship is such that you go over to each other's houses and your kids have play dates and, and you vacation together, or you just have a relationship where you speak in the morning and you communicate in a team, you say good morning, you say good afternoon, and you, you have small talk in the elevator. That's still a, a type of relationship. The depth of the relationship is up to you individually, whether you mesh with the person you connect and, and you can build that deeper common ground and that deeper connection. But you still have to build rapport. You still have to have a connection. And my last point when it comes to shared and advanced and enhanced communication, the reason why that's so important is because you have to establish trust. What do you want? You can't get there unless you trust the other people on your team. What do you want? What does that look like? You can't get there unless you trust yourself. So opening up the lines of communication and being able to speak the same language, laying the foundation and the common ground to be able to build that rapport and that relationship and establish that trust enables you to be able to move forward because you understand that we have open communications. We can express ourselves. We can share what we're thinking. We can come to each other with problems, but also identify possible solutions. None of that happens unless you're all on the same page. None of that happens unless everyone is bought into it. Everyone is committed to it. Everyone has said, this is what I am committing to do, and I'm going to be held accountable for it. I work with organizations and clients all the time when we have to have a team that comes together and the team is usually a bunch of diverse people from different backgrounds or even the same backgrounds who have different experiences, but they just think about things a little bit differently. And you would be amazed at how many problems are solved just by having open communication and asking point blank point blank questions about what you want and what that looks like so that everybody understands what we're talking about. You can't get buy-in if you can't connect. You can't get buy-in if you don't understand what each other is saying. You can't get buy-in and you can't get commitment without communication. So shared vision of what we want and what that looks like. Shared and enhanced communication to build rapport, relationship, laying a foundation, and establishing trust. Because unless we do that, then we're not going to be able to move forward. And the last point I want to talk about, and, and this is something that, you know, there's been some debate about whether or not it's needed. But when you ask people what it is that they want, you're helping to create a collaborative and a cooperative working environment. Now, 
I am not saying that you're not supposed to be competitive. I'm not saying that you're supposed to always try to, um, you know, make everybody feel good and have this environment where there are no conflicts and, and there are no, no pushback and that everybody pretty much is, is a carbon copy of everyone else. No, I am not saying that at all. Whenever you have different individuals together, you're going to have individual personalities, you're going to have individual approaches, and you're going to have individual ways of thinking about things and individual ways of doing things. But to create a collaborative and a cooperative working environment means that we're all working towards the same goal. So what do you want? And having everybody answer that question and everybody sharing that que- sharing their answers to that question and creating a shared vision and a, and a shared picture of what that looks like means that we're all working towards the same goal even if we're working on different tasks or we're working on different approaches to get to the same goal. I don't have to do things exactly like you do because I'm not you. And that's the beauty of having different people on a team. We are not carbon copies of each other. And just because I work in a certain way, my rhythm and flow is different from yours, does not mean that mine is better or yours is worse. It means that we have different ways of doing things because we're different people. But as long as you make sure that main question, what do you want, has a shared vision, and we've communicated that everybody is on the same page as far as where we're trying to get to, we can understand that we can take different approaches to it. You have to understand that we're all in this together. Collaboratively, we're talking to each other. Cooperatively, we're understanding that we each depend on and impact each other by our actions. So we're in this together because we impact each other. You can't have different departments doing things just to benefit them because they feel that they don't impact each other. In a hotel, for instance, and and I had a conversation with the director of sales and operations from um, a well-known chain, and they talked about their common mission, their common goal, and their common vision. Everyone in the organization, whether it is someone who is a housekeeper, a busboy, the valet parker, the the head of uh, catering, the head of guest services, whomever it is, they all had a shared vision of what they wanted their client experience to be. They all understood that they were equally important in making sure that that experience, that vision, actually came to fruition, that they got that outcome. So each person, regardless of who they were and what their position was in the company, was committed to doing what they could to make sure that that shared experience, that vision of what they wanted the customer to experience was going to actually happen. They were going to get that outcome. So there wasn't the, oh, this isn't my department. I'm going to push that off to someone else. Or you know what? Customer has a problem. That's not my issue. Or you know what? We're trying to reach the sales goal, but hey, they put in this new project management software. We're not going to do that because hey, we're not an IT. I don't have to deal with that. You have to have that shared collaborative and cooperative working environment to understand every single thing that you do, regardless of your position and regardless of your department, impacts everyone else. There's no such thing as making an independent decision 
that doesn't impact anybody else. It's a domino effect. You move one domino, you knock one domino down, it impacts everybody else. And until most organizations recognize that within your departments and within your teams, it goes beyond your little silos of feeling in charge of your little, your little turf, you have to understand you're not in this alone. So whatever you do impacts everybody else. It's a ripple effect. Your attitude impacts everybody else. Your lack of accountability impacts everybody else. Your decision not to follow through on things impacts everybody else. The way that you communicate with people and not being a team player impacts everybody else. So when you're looking at this whole thing of what do you want, what do you want as far as shared vision? What do you want as far as communicating that vision and building trust and rapport? What do you want in terms of creating a working environment where you understand that what I do impacts and affects everybody else? So what do I want that to look like? And for most people, it's easier for them to think of what do I want that to look like for me? And then based on what I want that to look like for me, then I know I need to turn that around and treat other people the same way, or at least be open to listening to them and communicating with them and finding out how they want to be treated, how they need things to be put together. Not everybody thinks the same way. Not everybody acts the same way. Not everybody does things in the same manner. And even if you and I are looking at the same exact thing, we may perceive it differently. So it's up to us to ask the question, what do you want and what does that look like? And listen and really dissect and ask questions and communicate about what that means and what it looks like in action. Because unless you're able to actually put this together and ask, what do you want? You're not going to be able to shape your goals. You're not going to be able to determine what your success and your outcomes look like. You're not going to be able to create a sense of fulfillment and legacy, and you're not going to be able to properly structure and manage and plan your growth. Having a shared vision impacts your approach. It impacts your action. It impacts your accountability. It enhances your communication Make sure you're speaking the same language. It lays the foundation for common ground, builds rapport and relationship, and establishes trust. It helps you to create a collaborative and a cooperative working environment where everyone's working towards the same goal, even if they're working on different tasks or different approaches. And it helps you to understand that you're all in this together and you depend on each other because you impact each other. So... I want you to take some time and ask yourself, what do you want and what does that look like? And I want you, when you're working with your teams, to ask, what do you want and what does that look like? I guarantee you that it's going to set the stage for a new way of working together, a new way of thinking, and a new way of changing your mindset so that you can create and master the success that you want and to get the results that you want. I am your host, Keisha Rivers of the CARS Group, Chief Outcome Facilitator, where we facilitate outcomes. We help you to get the results that you want. Give us some feedback and let us know what you think about this episode, what 
issues or questions that you have that you want to hear more about. And tune in for another episode of Mindset to Mastery, where we will be providing you with tips, strategies, insights, and actionable items to enable you to change your mindset and master your success. Visit our website at mindsettomastery.com. That's mindset, the number two, mastery.com, or carsgroup.com at karsgroup.com. Send us your feedback, give us your insight, find out more about what we can do to assist you, and be sure to implement the steps and the items that we talked about so that you can change your mindset and begin to master your success. Until next time, make it a great one.